This is Gen Z and Stops. Have you been curious about what this is all about? Gen Z and Stops is a bi-monthly podcast where we take an in-depth look at the roller coaster world of Gen Z. We will talk about everything that relates to you. Love, finance, career, purpose, management, faith, relationships, sex, and everything. Every matter matters here because you matter. Yo, you're welcome on board. Let's have fun. Hi, my name is Prince OG. Welcome to Gen Z's and stuff. I think it's right for me to wish you a happy new year because this is going to be the first podcast in 2023 yep it's been a long time <laughs> but i hope you've been good and hope you've been fine yeah you're listening to me right now i hope you are good and if you're in nigeria currently how are you managing up with all that's currently happening in other part of the world so here's a quick one um february seems like a phenomenal month um yeah the month of love valentine so it's funny how that while um most gen z's were celebrating valentine prior to valentine and after valentine something phenomenal has been happening in a small town in kentucky called winmore in a university well a private christian university called asbury university why am i sound like a reporter kind i'm sorry <laughs> that's not the plan i don't i'm not here to report the journalist okay so so asbury university uh, is a private um christian university in winmore kentucky us um it's a non-denominational school per se but majorly the um school is aligned with the uh, wesleyan holiness movement that happened in the early 90s um charles wesley yeah and all that so um on february 8th um as usual the school um has a scheduled which was on the wednesday because the school has a scheduled a programmed time to get chapel mondays wednesdays and fridays you just have to be there more like it's a structure put in place so february 8th which was on the wednesday um, as usual, students went in to the regular chapel just to f- fellowship with God, read the word of God, and pray, and head out, and move on to other things. So, while everything was going on, on norm well, it should have ended there, but it didn't just, it didn't end. So, while some people left, um, because I think the meeting ended, um, like, the way it should have ended, but the uh, like based on the reports, the college starts for a leading to stay back. So they stayed back, they're just still worshiping God, and all of a sudden, students start coming back, dropping in from 50 increased to 100. And then reports start flying around the school that oh, something is something is happening in um, the chapel information flying from students to the staffs and literally everyone in that school because it was already entering the next day already and these students this is the group of students we are still there so um, based on um, reports and interviews it was it was um, discovered that when um, the choir ministry and worship was just going on 
The students just stood up and confessed his sins and repented of his sin. That itself created, brought a different um, atmosphere entirely in the chapel. Things literally changed. Like, I mean, things literally changed. A presence was literally felt. So, everybody, um, so it literally affected everyone in that room. So, no one literally wanted to leave. Rather, people were flocking in. So, it went on from February 8th, entered February 9th, worship, prayers, um, um, sharing the word of God, repeat. You see students going to the altar, confessing their sin, repenting. You see students broken in tears. You see students literally praying for themselves. It went on 9th, February 10th, non-stop, 11th, 12th, 13th. So thank God um, for one peculiar thing about the Gen Z's is the fact that we have a very good um, access to social media. So within a couple of hours, the video that one of them posted had millions of views on TikTok and it caught um, the world's attention. Okay, what's going on here? Looking at the fact that this has had, was going on for five days, six days, people within neighboring and outside Kentucky and even outside of US started flying in, started flocking into um, Kentucky, which is just I mean, which is just a small town basically population of 6,000 people. People literally started coming in, in and in to understand what's going to experience what's happening because it was going beyond what it is and that's why people tagged as a revival as Although one of the, um, I think the president or so said that it's not a revival because history is what can help us determine if something, a move was a revival. So rather they tag it and outpour it. They target an Osbury awakening rather than a revival because it's, it's, it is the result of this outpouring that will determine if it's a revival or not. But they are hoping it gets to that. So let's target the Osbury awakening. So, you know, one peculiar and one beautiful thing about it was that people were drawn to it from different parts of the world. We are coming in. I think it's recorded um, um, that they had over 20,000 plus people. Imagine in this small town of just 6,000 people, people, 20, over 20,000 people, non-stop. I mean non-stop. This was not just like a morning session, the afternoon, that you come for evening. This was non-stop. 24 hours round the clock, round the clock, round the clock. Worship was going on, prayers, or sharing the word of God, or praying with themselves, or meditating, back to it again, repeating the same thing. The school shut down for that period, no academic activity, because this was something that they wanted to cut, cut off. They, they, they gave a lot of um, in, um, what's called, um, um, offers to be brought to the media like, to report it, and they literally declined it. Because, you know, it, it, it's a beautiful thing for me because I feel, I'm excited that, okay, they didn't, now, they didn't make the focus of this to be for the public to see. It has a way of depleting what God wants to do with this. Let the results speak for it. Yes, of course, social media had its own view. That's what even caught the attention of uh, the media houses, the news, room, and likes like that. So, now, this is not just even the major part of it now. Another amazing part of it is the fact that this, within that same time frame, 
are spread across to other um, um, campuses in US. Okay, permit me to tell you that um, as I'm speaking right now, the revival is still ongoing. I mean, the outpouring in the chapel is still ongoing, although some restrictions have been put in place. The public doesn't have access to the chapel anymore. They are worship with them. The public worship with um, Osbury University ended um, 20th of February, which was yesterday. 20th of February, yes, 20th of February, ended. So, but uh, and they 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 be told that they have the, the, the there's going to be um, a chapel somewhere in Kentucky where they can actually connect to continue this. So that it will be that they sent everyone home. They can go there and connect because they they and they, they got a lot of um, attention from the government because of. They are they are literally exceeding the capacity they can bear because of the number of people coming in, people number of people on the line waiting to get in. All the whole chapels in the school, we are literally fifty six. We are filled to the brim. Okay, yeah, that's that's an exaggeration, but you understand what I'm saying. So, so it's still currently ongoing, and as as of today, in the first, um, so this is going to be marking the fourteenth day. Of non-stop worship, prayer, repentance, and sharing the word of God in Osbury University. So I was saying initially that this has spread to other universities, um, other campuses. Yes, we, we have the likes of Cedarville. We have the, the likes of Sam Samford. Samford, um, the president of Samford actually tweeted and he, he, he explained how that it all started as well. That a, a boy was just singing on the keyboard, and all of a sudden, others joined from two three four five entered in the hundreds we are literally coming in and there i think the has went on for like three days non-stop not like three days non-stop then yes um under university um, um lee i think yeah, lee university a private um, um christian college in cleveland um the the jazz was that they had over just a regular uh time for prayer which is always like one hour two hours um, this is a Christian university. They spent over 10 hours praying, worshiping, and repenting. This Osbury um, awakening sparked a lot of things in other universities. We also have a light of, of, of Baylor University, universities, where students are literally gathered, crying for revival in their school. So it's showing, this, this is pointing to the fact that there is a movement happening or about to happen with the generation that has been spoken so negatively about well with the generation that has literally uh, um, exhibited themselves to be one of the most i'm looking for the right word or yeah you get what i'm saying one of the most um should i use what on serious generation on serious per se but one of the most um difficult to direct generation that's the gen z's the gen z's a lot of things have been said and that's true the likes of the lgbtq is majorly they are majorly the one pushing the agenda the abortion issues um about making it right to abort most of them are the ones who don't see and they will feel the Christian faith. Uh, faith literally, there's nothing like God. Yeah, of course we have the older ones, but they are picking up. Yes, you know I, I think there's a favorite quote that I love um, from um, is it, um, Charles. That's from Charles Wesley. He say he says he said, um, "What a generation permits, the next we embrace." 
So I believe the millennial permitted some things. Why now the Gen Zs are literally embracing it? So that means why a lot of things like, oh, this generation is damaged, this generation is corrupted, drugs, hair and there, dopes, like so, doing different things. Doing a whole lot of things. So it's it's beautiful. I like I'm literally excited seeing that, okay. There is still hope for this generation. This generation is not so bastardized. The devil's agenda has not been fully has not totally manifested or totally worked. There is still hope. If something like this can happen and is spreading. Yes, I you know I, I said initially I agree with what President of um, Asbury, uh, Asbury University said that we can't take the revival yet until we find the, we see the result or until we see what it produces or until history tells us that. Like in the next five years, we can look back and say, oh, that was a revival. We look forward to the result of this. And I believe strongly, and I know that God is in for a lot of things. So you can imagine this spreading to Cedarville, to Samford University, to Lee University, Baylor, even Campsville, Campbellville University in the US. That spread across to the other universities as well, other campuses. And I'm sure there are still some more we haven't even heard. So what's 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 my take on this? Um, so my take literally is there's still a lot of things that God still wants to unveil to this world through this generation. No lies, Gen Z's are like one of the smartest, the most creative. I know there are a lot of conversations about the millennials and the Gen Z's, but we cannot deny the fact. Yes. There are so many there are other things that the millennials, uh, we can say, oh, they are far better than Gen Z. When it comes to loyalty, we give it to the millennials. But when it comes to smartness, when it comes to creativity, when it comes to intelligence, especially in this digital age, we give it to the Gen Z's because that's literally um, what we can tag them as. So my take on this is the fact that you listening to me, because he has a lot of things to do through you. Just as um, the Gen Zs have been tagged, oh, we are, we are, an, we are an obsolete generation, there is something good that can come out from the Gen Zs. If anyone has told it, that, just that light, the light to you. There's still something beautiful, there's still something sweet coming out of you. And it's amazing that if this happens and grows much more with this generation, we, we, we have a stronger, um, we can literally say, oh, the gen alphas that are coming behind are safer because they have people who would nurture them well. Because literally the gen alphas are looking at the gen Zs. They are learning from the gen Zs because they can relate to the gen Zs much more than they can relate to the millennials. The gen Zs are majorly the ones who, who, are, who are the ones who are experienced, who were born in the time of crazy digital transformation crazy philosophical prospects just in their time so what i'm just saying in conclusion is god is still moving um god is still moving there is still an enlisting of the end time armies god is still raising soldiers god is still raising people who would live a pure life. Who would live? Who would leverage the righteousness he has provided um, for them on the cross of Calvary? There is still hope. Mm, there is still enough. His arms are wide open to receive everyone because there is a place.
for you, kingdom. There is a word for you. There is a purpose for you. There is a destiny to fulfill. There is. So yeah. So um, thanks for listening um to um this episode. Um, I'm trusting God I'll be more consistent here. Yeah, because I have quite a lot of things I think we want to share and discuss together. All right. So um, I I I'm I'm open to your questions. I'm open to additions, subtractions, and anything. And trust me, um, one of the things I'm looking out for is uh, my most consistent listener, most consistent uh, engager will get featured on this podcast. One of these, so we can have more like an interview sessions and all that. But today, um, like I'll use the word stay safe. And don't forget, Costi has a plan for you. So at this point, I say, peace out.